everyone, welcome back to Three Men and Their Babies, Three Dads, Three Woo! Very Different Scenarios. Thank you. <laughs> Just, thank you to those in the cheap seats. Adam, Benny, how you doing, boys? Yeah, very good, thank you. Although, weren't you just saying, Benny, that you couldn't clap or make any noise in case you woke Freya up, and now you're just, like, yelling? I just get so, so hyped for the intro, I couldn't help it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, for those listening at home, for the power of audio, I am holding the Freya in my arms. She has just been fed, and she is pissed as a fart on Formula. <laughs> nice. <laughs> If she wakes up, oh, can she just, just, she just yell right in her ear, then it'll be yeah. fine. She's <laughs> a little smirk. She's very proud of herself. If she wakes up, she might try and fight you, though. You know what these pissed girls can be like. Be careful. Sure. I actually felt really bad. Like I cut, I cut her nails on then on Sunday, and I caught her finger on one of them. She's got like a little blood blister on one of her oh, fingers. Oh, ouch, ouch! Now, I, are I felt, you? I felt like a terrible father. You are. Are you a scissors man or a clippers man? Well, if you remember right back to the very first episode, I think, um, Adam recommended to get the, um, I can't think of what it's called, the Tommy Tippy set that had the nasal aspirator and the yes. hairbrush oh, yeah. yes, that, had I clip, that had clippers in it, and I was using those clippers. It's like the very last finger that I did, like the little finger on her left hand. I got a bit too close in the bed a little bit, and she got upset oh, and then fell asleep, which is <laughs> par for the course for baby. Very good. So she's been doing well then over the past week. Oh yes, yeah, she's fine. We've uh, today um, is a, a bit of a landmark. We've uh, put her in her first naught um, to three month baby grow because she started oh. to outgrow some of her like naught to one month ones or like um, newborn or tiny baby ones. She started outgrowing them, so I put her in That's a naught to three month one, and it's a little bit big, but it fits fine. It's like. Maybe a little bit long, but it needs like one fewer button. But yeah, she looks gorgeous. <laughs> she looks gorgeous in my arms. She beat school before you know it, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah. They grow up so fast. You're learning a good lesson as well now, Benny, is that all the clothes you previously bought are now worthless and useless. <laughs> We've got a drawer yeah. in uh, Freya's bedroom, which is the, the death drawer full of clothes that are uh, are retired to the, the annals of history. Yeah, that never changes as well. Never changes until about, I think it gets about 18 no. or something, and that's, yeah. That'll be it. Yeah. And then, like, in a few years, you'll be, like, sat watching YouTube kids' channels. And between every, like, Minecraft video that you end up watching, there'll be adverts for, for apps that allow <laughs> you, as a uh, stay-at-home mum, to sell all of your kids' old clothes. Uh, <laughs> like, to other stay-at-home mums. Because that's all I see. <laughs> it's just, huh. Is, is your kid's room really cluttered because you're a slave to capitalism and you want your child to look nicer <laughs> than the neighbour's children? <laughs> well, don't they grow out of it soon? Why not defy capitalism slightly by downloading our app? Um, Daniel. Jordan. I feel like I need to apologise to the listeners because if I'm not fully with it today, it's just like I'm a little bit starstruck because our colleague Adam is finally affiliated on Twitch. He finally got enough followers. He finally got enough views. <laughs> you know, I feel I like I feel like I'm in the presence of a star. So, you know, I, I apologise yeah. if I'm not it's, fully with it today. Yeah, but I mean, this is why we're recording slightly later this week, is because uh, I had to go to a premiere, <laughs> uh, a, a special screen opening of, of my child's at home, video. because someone at this school has COVID, <laughs> which was an excellent performance. Uh, lots of people have seen that performance before, but this was a personal premiere for me. Uh, <laughs> As you're now affiliated, you had to go to an opening of you. I, I did. I did. Uh, at least five minutes on the toilet. Yeah. Uh, which is a record, actually, for a dad. <laughs> but that, that was my opening. That's it's not, my, it's not my favourite sort of opener, that's for sure. No. Let's, let's knock this on the head right now, because this could, go, this could lead us the wrong way. I mean... You are setting us up for a great deal of puns there about knocking things on the head and going the wrong yeah, way. you're right. You're right. We live in a perpetual carry-on You, you are as guilty as us. It's your, it's your dad's side coming through regardless. It is. Sorry. <laughs> so what's the uh, what's the next milestone then for you, Adam, to be uh, on Twitch and stuff? What's the next kind of thing you have to get to? Okay, so the next stage is like partner, where you can start to like earn a bit more and have more funky stuff. And that is if you meet like certain milestones. And a big milestone is an average of like 70 viewers per stream. So 
I probably won't get there, but the fact I'm affiliate for now, and that's kind of locked in, is all good, and just means that while I'm playing games and chatting to people, they can earn channel points and scare me with sounds. Like, I've set up sound alerts where if people pay for them, or, like, with their channel points, it will set off, like, a a screamer in my ear. (laughs) Uh, So while I'm playing, like, a nice, gentle, like, farming game, I can get, like, a blood-curdling ghost yell from a horror game uh, playing just to uh, scare me. And and do other things, like little emotes that I've made myself. They can use them in the chat. And so it's all just fun. It's all just a bit of fun, really. Although I am already earning money on it, which is very good. Uh, I've got three subscribers, so I've got about Woo! seven euros waiting for me. That's good. In, Damn. in some illicit Swiss bank account. <laughs> You're going to be like Jason Bourne. You have to fly over to Switzerland and be like, I have a red bag and remem- <laughs> like memorize your code and everything to get to your Swiss bank. So your Swiss money holdings, Benny. Shout out to Claudio Castagnoli. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to like drag my computer down there and like play one of my old streams and just go, look, it is me. <laughs> this look, is my proof. I've got the same horrible face. <laughs> Who, pray tell, Adam, was your first subscriber? You were, Mr. Yeah, Benjamin. Was. Benjamin. You were. You broke the seal. <laughs> and then my mother swiftly followed and subscribed. Uh, and then one, one of like my other Twitch friends has also subscribed as a sign of support. So it's all good. Yeah, we've got three heady subscribers, more streams to come on the weekend, and just basically <laughs> wasting my life playing video games. But at least this way I get to talk to people and possibly earn a couple of pounds while doing it. <laughs> you got to start somewhere, though, haven't you? Everyone has to start somewhere. Exactly. The uh, the longest walk oh, yeah. starts I with mean, the shortest step. So there you go. To be honest, I don't mind if it if it just goes here. The the fact that I've made like more friends and mm-hmm. like part of a bigger community and just talk to people and what have you is fun. In my streams, I get people from like Brazil speaking to me through Google Translate. <laughs> uh, about the games and uh, like people who've ended up dating my brother's friends because my brother does the streaming as well and like talking to them and people from America and different parts of the uh, uh, the world. So I l- really like that aspect of it. That you know you just you're just playing a game about like maybe redecorating a house and then all of a sudden you're in a conversation about the Lord's Prayer and what have you at uh, school when you're in assembly. <laughs> <laughs> I did on a previous stream, and someone challenged me to recite the Lord's Prayer. And so we had a bit of a prayer session during the stream. <laughs> a prayer off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> prayer off. It went very well. <laughs> you're basically turning into the new Joel Olstein. That's what you're doing. You're not going to be a gamer. You're yeah. going to be some kind of evangelist or something. An evangelical guy while I'm also playing House Flipper. <laughs> yeah, and then don't forget, though, when your local area floods, you have to lock the doors and not let anybody in. To, uh, to the house of God. No, exactly. Yeah. No one's allowed in my stream, I'm sorry. Yeah, my streaming mansion. <laughs> Fuck off. You pause. Yeah. <laughs> my streaming mansion is full. There's me it's in there. Full. And my it's three subscribers. Me, and my three it. subscribers, and all those bits. <laughs> People have donated. I've converted all my soul money into pennies, so there's literally no room in here now. So, sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Just be a like Scrooge with Duck and diving into a swimming pool full of bits. It's all electronic, no. <laughs> you keep shocking yourself. Ow, eat, ah, oh. Yeah. I shouldn't keep diving into these like These bits have no buoyancy whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> There's no surface tension to these bits. I think we do take that kind of... Maybe maybe we don't, and obviously this is something we talk about a lot on this show, but us growing up before the internet, we're, pre- we're the only generation that's going to be pre and post internet that lived it properly. And mm-hmm. I think we do take that for granted sometimes that... I mean, anybody from any country could just log on and start talking to you. And I'm the same on my other podcast, my hockey show. There's now people in Canada yeah. that I talk to nearly every single day about hockey, and they will message me, and I'll message them. Or there's, you know, people in America. Or me and Benny talk to a guy called Dustin who lives in America. We've never met the guy. I don't yeah. even know what he looks like, but I know he lives in Maine, in America, and we talk to him all the time about wrestling. And I think it's it's a really great thing. I think sometimes to, and I think we do take it for granted that just. That you can just do that. The fact that we can just talk to somebody in another country at the push of a button, and we've never met them yeah. before, don't even know their name, probably. I think that's a, that's a really cool thing we uh, we take for granted. Exactly. On a, on a, 
on a related note, um, obviously you two are a little bit older than me, so you might have done this. Did you two ever have, like, maybe through school or something like that, did you two ever have pen pals, <laughs> like, in other countries? Oh, fuck yes. Yes, of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> they never lasted long, though. Yes, mine never mine did. neither. I know why mine didn't. Go on, you uh, go first. Like, yeah, m- mine was from, like, a guy from Australia, and we sent, like, two letters to each other, and it's basically us just, like, describing our houses. <laughs> like I sent a letter saying, yeah, so I live in, like, a brick house in, like, a, an industrial area, and he wrote back and basically copied the same format of the letter, and just said, hi, I do this at school, My, I'm, these are my hobbies. I live in a brick building as well. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I can't really think of anything more to write to you. Do you watch Neighbours? <laughs> What's the biggest spider you've ever seen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go on, how about yours? Oh, you'll appreciate this, Benny. So my fr- one of my friends when I was growing up, I can't remember who, but they had a pen pal and they got them from... Used to get the adverts at the back of magazines and like you know like um, the Beano and st- or um, oh god other kids next to next oh to the god, uh, next, yeah. next to the cool girl yeah next to yeah next to nuts and zoo basically <laughs> there would be adverts in the back of those for pen pals and because it was all nice and innocent back then and of course I you never know but I mean I was probably talking to some fucking pedo in Minnesota or something who was just like <laughs> writing his letters as a twelve year old boy yeah I'm a twelve year old boy while he's practically fucking thinking about what horrible things he'll do before he kills me anyway the original catfish yeah the original catfish I've got to say though that's some dedication from that pedophile to like <laughs> trying to seduce internationally but the different the time, best Adam, Adam, we just are the dedicated pedophiles Adam it was pre-internet it was a different time back then you had to find these kids however you could <laughs> You couldn't just have gone on the internet, could you, and look at pictures of kids like an evil piece of shit? No, you had to put the work yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, these pedos... Well, they couldn't go down to the uh, the local playground anymore because all the teenage girls yelling at <laughs> Exactly. He was too embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think Benny will appreciate this more. Um, I was talking to a lad in New York. I think we sent about five or six letters, and it got onto sports. And at the time, I was, I'd become an American football fan probably three or four years earlier. So I was very up on the sport, knew what I was doing. I subscribed to a, a magazine that I used to get every month, so I knew what I was talking about. So we talked back and forth about that, and I remember him saying that his mum was a, a, a nurse and his dad was a, a fireman, which I thought was kind of really cool. And then he said, do you have an American, a favourite American football team? I'm a New York Giants fan. My next letter, I replied with, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Oh, yeah, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. Never heard back from him. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, not surprised. <laughs> what surprise? <laughs> Thinking this motherfucker in England of all the fucking teams, if he supports them, he can get fucked. <laughs> so yeah, I'm su- I'm surprised I still talk to you after I found out you're a Dallas Cowboys fan. Yes, but so. I'm not okay. All my sports, not anymore. All my not so much anymore. All my sports, all my sports teams. I'm not. The unfortunate thing is, is that my sports teams usually have the worst kinds of fans that get. <laughs> that kind of are the most loud, the most brash, the most annoying. Yeah. Yet I'm not, I'm not one of those people, and it's kind of unfortunate that I get labelled as that. But you know what can you do? I get it all the <laughs> yeah, time from hockey, them. all the time from hockey because I'm a Bruins fan. Because people hate the Bru- they just hate the Bruins so much and their fans. Yeah, especially for me. Yeah, dude, don't get me wrong. I mean, some Bruins fans are absolute fucking psychopaths and dickheads. Yeah. Like I, some of them just drive me mad, and you know they they can be fucking horrible. But there are some that are perfectly normal and nice and fine, like I am. So, mm-hmm. I had a um, I had a pen pal. Uh, well, I say I had a pen pal. We had a thing when I was in primary school where you you were given a, a name and an, and an address to write to. And the, I think I believe this pen pal was based in Wales. And to set me up for a life and future of rejection, I made the first move, sent him a letter, and never heard anything back. So that really put me on the right path. Set me up for like jobs, women, everything. Oh, Benny, the life of rejection. Oh, that that one made Blossom laugh. Blossom, Blossom laughed at that one. I'm, I'm happy with that. Ah, <laughs> oh, you never knew though, do you? You never know. That was the thing. At least with yeah. at least with the internet, like you can almost kind of track people down or check up on what they're saying. Or when you got a letter, you just had to accept it was the truth. I met a I met a girl yeah. via like a like a kind of friend like service, but it was for. Cannot remember where I saw this, but it was four teenagers, so you could almost mm-hmm. kind of try and meet boys and girls this way. And 
I met this girl via this letter. And I just had to accept what she said was the truth. It was kind of like pre-Tinder, I guess, when I was 16 or 15 or 16. And you just had to accept that whatever, well, I had to accept whatever she was saying was the truth. And that when I got to Manchester, to, the, to Manchester train station to meet her, that she looked like she said she was going to look like. Because <laughs> I just, you never know. You just never knew. At least now there's pictures and stuff yeah. and you can check it easier. Yeah, you know, it was really weird that that fat American guy came up to you. <laughs> yeah. Like knew so much about. It. Yeah, yeah. The original, the original pen pal catfishing you've had there. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I was kind of disappointed it wasn't really. Maybe I wasn't pretty enough as a young boy to even entice the uh, <laughs> to even entice the pedos. I don't know. <laughs> I was too fat to molest. <laughs> yeah, I was too ugly to be touched. Devastated. <laughs> now, right now, guys. Speaking of Australia. What's the name of that really cool place that's just to the, like the southeast of Australia? New Zealand. New Zealand. Spot nice. on. Now, New Zealand, this is Talk hot boy. off the presses from a loyal listener to the show, Mr. Keith. He has sent me right, Keith. some hot, hot New Zealand news regarding children's news. names. Oh, yes. Okay, so this is a story that was broken by a Kiwi filmmaker and heavy metal fan called David Farrier. Basically retold this story in a series of tweets on his Twitter account. So there's a woman who loves heavy metal. She absolutely adores it. She's a mother, and she remains anonymous, but apparently this has been verified as true. She's got three children called Metallica, Slayer, and Pantera. Yes. Mm. Amazing. Now, Farrier was very suspicious of the story after seeing photographs of Metallica's birth certificate that showed that this child, born in 2009, had a middle name called And Justice For All. <laughs> presumably, <laughs> for Metallica's fourth album. <laughs> So Farrier did a bit of detective work. He's he's done the kind of thing I do, which actually checked the guidelines. But he went a step further, and he went to the Registrar General of New Zealand, a guy called Jeff Montgomery, who confirmed that the birth had been registered, and those were the child's names. Oh my god! So despite all the the illegal names and the restrictions that New Zealand have in place. Jeff Montgomery says there are no restrictions on naming babies after bands or albums, as long as the word used isn't generally considered to be offensive and doesn't resemble an official rank or title. So that probably means that the fourth child isn't going to be called Goat Whore. (laughs) (laughs) I feel Slayer could be quite offensive. Like, the act of slaying is not exactly... It depends what he's slaying. He could be like slaying mice. And in like Australia, that's a huge benefit. Ah, true, actually. With their current mice yeah. mouse plague that they've got. That's yeah, that's a good, yeah. Did you see that? Did you see that spider that spider thing as well, where they all tried to escape the floodwaters, and they're basically Ugh, oh, but. dude, absolute nightmare <laughs> fuel. They just created basically an acre of web and were just like running all across it. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fucking hell. It's horrendous. What are the two? So yeah, hot off the presses, New Zealand news. I love it. <laughs> She's just got three kids, Metallica, Slayer, and Pantera. And I've just got a feeling they're going to grow up to like be Walter the Softy from Dennis and Menace. <laughs> like, like what a walk around wearing bow ties <laughs> with a French, pood- a French poodle as a pet. You know, listening to like nice classical music while sipping tea in their Wendy house. And on all of those horrible effeminate stereotypes that uh, toxic masculinity that the Beano <laughs> instilled into us all as kids. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that's true. Beano was a uh, was no good for that. Instilling us youth with no. ideas of how to be a real boy or a real man was to carry a catapult <laughs> yeah, and have an angry to... dog. That's what chavs do now. Yeah. <laughs> they just wreck. <laughs> and, and like Dennis and Menace was be, a complete be chav. Guys who didn't like to be naughty or tough. <laughs> yeah. And I, I preferred the dandy because the guy there was like, you know what, I'm really strong, but it's because I eat too much food. That is why oh, I'm so dad. strong. Desperate so that's dad, why yeah. you, you got left with like obese kids like me, <laughs> who then in turn got bullied by the Dennis the Menace fan club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whenever the dandy fan club met up at lunch, they got bullied by the Dennis the Menace fan club. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm a dandy man. You're right, though, to be fair. I mean, yeah. Oh, well, what was Walter guilty of? Wanting to learn in school. That's what he was guilty of. Yeah, that was enough for <laughs> exactly, Dennis the Menace exactly. to send his dog after him. Jesus. It was like, <laughs> like, you know what? I really just enjoy, like, pressing flowers. 
and I really just enjoy like drinking tea. <laughs> he's like he's just very into his well being, and he's doing stuff that's good for him and good for his soul, and doesn't disrupt anyone. Like Walter the Softy was how we should have all been living our lives, one of like peace and contemplation. But we apparently be now, a bit Walter the Softy. <laughs> the reason Walter the Softy is so hot in my brain is because for some reason I had to like Wikipedia him. Like something came up, either it was on the telly or it was in a conversation. It was like, shit, yeah. What about Walter the Softy? I think it was something like I saw a picture of Dennis and Menace and decided, oh, you know what? What what was Dennis's dad called? And the answer is Dennis's dad. And then that led to like looking at Walter the Softy, who isn't called Wal- Walter the Softy anymore. It's just called Walter because Softy is offensive. And apparently he doesn't do all of this like toxic masculinity hatred stuff. He just tries to destroy people's fun and stop people from having fun. So he's gone from like an effeminate stereotype for the uh, like people to bully to a Karen. And yeah. and I approve of that manoeuvre. He's gone from being Walter the Softy to Walter the Incel. That's what's happened here. <laughs> you can't say that anymore, Benny. Adam's going to get banned oh, off Twitch. Because <laughs> you said that right, I just quick, I just quickly clicked. Walter on. the cuck. Walter the. <laughs> Walter the cuck. Because of Walter's profoundly feminine behaviour, some critics have led the assumption that Walter is gay. Because of this speculation, he had a he had a girlfriend created for him, and Dennis the Menace had to also soften his antics against Walter in fear it would be seen as yeah. homophobic bullying. Mm. Jesus, no <laughs> Which way! It was, yeah, it was totally. It was ultimately, yeah, it, was. it was not homophobic, but it's just like you're different. You're not doing male things. You're not doing things that a man should do, like hang around street corners with his two mates and his dog, yeah, or and his pet pig. climbing trees or smashing <laughs> windows. Yeah, exactly. Or putting the fear of God into old people, <laughs> our <laughs> our old neighbours. Why aren't you? Why aren't you yeah, harassing fucking, old people and like making happy them scared? slapping teachers and <laughs> yeah. Walter the Softy, Jesus, yeah, you couldn't, yeah, it says now his name is Walter Brown, they just changed it to it, like, just yeah. give him a regular name, which they should have done, that's one of those things you'd never think of, would you, you look back on it and think, oh yeah, that is actually, that's actually not that good, it's a bit bad, but again, there's the issue with this sometimes, I mean, looking into the past and stuff, and you can't, you can't judge it now, as long as you change, that's fine, as long as you change with the times, exactly. it's not an issue, mm-hmm. and I think the issue is, as as I was praising the internet before, one of the issues with the internet is somebody will see a post on Twitter or something from 2005 and judge you based on that now. And you, you shouldn't. Yeah, exactly. We've said before that when I was younger, when I was a teenager, if something, if I thought something was rubbish, I'd say it was gay. Well, that's not acceptable. Yeah. That's wrong. So I, I learned yeah. it. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. And then I, I understood to change that. But if somebody saw me when I was 18 or 17 or something, they'd think, oh God, you're, you're fucking homophobic. And I'm not at all. I just didn't. Mm, it no. was just a different time, and but you have well, to then it evolve. Was, wasn't and it? You it have was to change. That's the point. It, like a big thing was calling people gay lords. Yeah, yeah. At my yeah, 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 like, you're a gay lord, yeah. and it wasn't that we had any concept of what sex or homosexuality was. We didn't even know what being straight was because mm. we were like six, seven years old. We just understood like, oh well, that means you're different. That means <laughs> you're not one of us. You're not normal, and it's that whole tribalism. Yeah. But God, if one calls anyone gay lord now, I mean, even that is fucking archaic. Calls on a gay lord. <laughs> it's true, though. If I was out somewhere and oh. somebody said to me, oh, that's gay, I'd just be like, what are you, five? Fucking grow up. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? I've got to say, oh, my thing with Walter was that my concern was that he would end up becoming Walter, the boy who goes into school with a trench goat and a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> and ends up just shooting Dennis because he's been bullying him for the past yeah. 10 years. You know what, Pie Face? I like you. Don't go into sc- backstreet school tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Don't go to school tomorrow. I'm telling you now. What? You heard what I said. Okay. Yeah, and then how yeah, how could you not love Desperate uh-huh. Dan? The dude as a northern boy, the dude just loved pies. So yeah, I was like, yeah, of course. Yeah. He was the first And not just any pies. It like horn and tail. Yeah. It was basically a cow, gravy, and a pastry lid. That was the thing though. It was just a pastry lid. And a dish. It was basically not a cow pie. soup with a pastry lid. That's not a proper pie. Yeah. Proper pie has to be fully portable out of the foil tray. I feel like a good pie you should be able to just pick up in your hand and eat it and it not fall to pieces mm-hmm. or kind of disintegrate. Exactly. 
Did Greg's, that comes did in like Greg's a, ever like do a, a tin? Yes. Like a pack of pie. Yeah. Yeah. Did Greg's ever do a thing with Desperate Dan? I feel like the marketing writes itself. They must have done, <laughs> mustn't they? <laughs> oh, God, I don't know. The the one thing I will say, though, on the topic of pies, because I was a huge pie eater, still am to a degree, but you cannot get, for love nor money, any decent pies in this part of the country. In the Northwest, you go to like your local bakery, they've got proper pies, proper round pies. Yes, we do. Yeah. Here, it's all like fucking steak bakes and like cheap, horrible pasties that they can't call Cornish mm-hmm. pasties because they're not made in Cornwall. I haven't had a meat and potato pie in about 15 years. That is horrible. Oh my God, yeah. you poor man. You poor man. I know. They don't, they don't do them here. Like even the chip shop, all they've got is like horrible pucker pies with like chicken in. Who wants a chicken pie that's not yeah, right. like a Sunday dinner? Chicken anyway. pies, fucking, I don't know. Chicken pies are fucking terrible. I never got chicken pies. I think a, it's a. Oh, I love a yeah. chicken pie. Chicken, chicken and mushroom, gorgeous. Oh, oh chicken and mushroom. Yes. That's because you're a Tory, Benny. That's why. That's what Tory pie is. <laughs> no, <it? laughs> chicken and mushroom, yeah, but not like chicken and vegetable. Like when you bite into it and it's just all grey. There's yeah. one piece of chicken. It looks like someone's thrown up. It's like kind of stomach lining mm. type carrots yeah, and a pea in there. Now. Boys, I said I had a quiz for you uh, this week. Okay. Now, I'm pretty proud of this because I've gone to our good old friend, our old, old friend from our weekends together, Sporkle, for this perfect quiz. Yes. Ah, Sporkle. Shout out. Now, (laughs) the reason we've got a quiz is we were talking about, and we were bigging up recently, Black Summer, which I still maintain is one of the best pieces of TV I have ever seen. 100% 100% and agree. Black Summer is based on or related to the TV show uh, Z Nation, or Z Nation, as it's also yep. known, in America. Now, Z Nation, we, we commented last time that that's just fucking bonkers. Absolutely bizarre. Like, there's there's a, an episode in it where they've got loads of uh, zombies stuck in a giant wheel of cheese that's rolling through a town, <laughs> and the, the survivors have to avoid it. It's, it's, it's so good. The whole tagline is, this is when the zombie apocalypse got weird. And it's just, <laughs> it's balmy. But the reason it's so balmy is because it's made by Asylum. Now, you might know that name because they're the people who made all of those straight-to-DVD knockoffs of famous films just before the famous film came out. Ah, oh, yes. So, like, when, when, like, Battleship came out, when, like, Transformers came out, there was always those, like, weird knockoffs that were really bad CGI. There were also the guys who made Sharknado, oh, so which... Yeah, Sharknado. ...is, again, it's a there weird thing, but is its own thing. So what I've got <laughs> on Sparkle is a quiz where we've got 20 of these weird, like... Slightly similarly named movies made by Asylum, and I want to see if you can think or come up with the right answer for what film that actually is copying. Okay, okay so we'll start you off with an easy one. Okay, Transmorphers. <laughs> you know what's terrible? I've fucking seen some of these films. I've seen Transmorphers because <laughs> I love these films because they're so shit. Yeah, I think we can all agree on that one. That's it. That'll be Transformers. <laughs> That's got to be you Transformers. Are correct. Yay. Yeah, it's Transformers. Okay, the next one Titanic 2. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Is that the follow up to Speed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there Speed so, 2 the answer? Speed 2 3 yeah, control. <laughs> yeah, I guess. No, so. it is, unsurprisingly, Titanic. Titanic, yeah. Ah. 666 The Child. That's one mm. of two. They're either going to okay. go. Like, they're either going to go the Exorcist or the Omen. I think. I was thinking the Omen because Damien's the Omen. Yeah, okay. you're right. Okay, Hillside Cannibals. <laughs> if they just change the name a little bit, that'll be. <laughs> I'm guessing that'll be the Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, that's spot on. Yeah, <laughs> it's the Hills Have Eyes. Okay, another one. I am Omega. Ooh, I am Omega. Oh, what's that? Um, What's that one with Will Smith where he's like a superhero? Is he a superhero in that? I can't remember. There is one with Will Smith. Oh, that... It's not the one where he's a superhero. The one with the superhero ah, is called... It's his name. It's his last name is the name of the film. Okay. I can't remember it. Dave. <laughs> Dave, 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 Dave. It's just called Smith. Yeah. I'm going to guess that I Am Omega. Is it I Am Legend? 
It is. Ah, I am that's legend. Cool. Okay, yeah. Uh, AVH, Alien versus Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I've also seen this one. <laughs> That'll be Alien versus Predator, or Alien versus Predator. That's correct. Okay, now this one, I hope you will get Exorcism, The Possession of Gail Bowers. Oh, God. What's that? What's it called? It's called The Exorcism of. Is it Emily Rose? That's spot on. Yeah, well, well done, mate. done. Well The done. Exorcism of Emily Rose. There we go. Okay, King of the Lost World. Ooh, King of the Lost World. Now, who lives in a lost world? Kong? I might be the king oh, of that last one. It's not is like it Kong? King, it's basically King Kong. It is, it's King Kong. <laughs> yeah. King of the I've not seen right, I have to see that. <laughs> I need to write these down. I've got like the, the next like seven or eight nights worth of entertainment sorted out. Uh okay. Sunday school musical. <laughs> I really want to say fame, but I'm gonna say um I'm gonna say high school musical. It is high school musical, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now, this is a really tricky one. Uh, the Da Vinci Treasure. <laughs> how are these not... How are these... Okay, this is going to lead on to a... There's not much of effort gone into these names. Gonna, yeah, how are these no. not being, like, taken off the shelves due to fucking copyright or something? That's insane. They must what? be just, that, just different the enough. The name is different, and the content will be different enough. I guess, yeah, I guess it's different enough, isn't it? It's like knockoff toys yeah. you get, I suppose. I mean, exactly. Hell. Yeah, obviously the Da Vinci exactly. Code. Yeah. Uh, H.G. Wells's War of the Worlds. Now, hang on a minute. <laughs> it just seems a bit too on the nose. I'm going to guess that's based it, off of H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds. It is War of the Worlds. Obviously, uh, obviously a- in this case, the Tom Cruise one was not the official version. It was this one. Well, this is endorsed by H.G. Wells himself. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Uh, I'll guess Columbo. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, how did Iron you Ironside. Ironside. Yeah. Okay. Pick any Banachek, any fucking one you want. Yeah. <laughs> now, here's one. Alan Quatermain and the Temple of Skulls. <laughs> oh, fucking Alan. Alan Quatermain sounds like when you get those um, those crap five-minute skits in like a comedy show late night on Channel 4, and it's Alan Quatermain. No, no, Alan Quatermain is a literary figure. So he was who Sean Connery played in, in that that film with like the Invisible Man and Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, yeah. He oh. played Alan Quatermain. Oh, really? Okay, I so didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, well, that's got to be uh, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Kingdom and the Crystal Skull, yeah. is it called? That's spot on, yeah. Next one, Paranormal Entity. Oh, wow, now... <laughs> Uh, no, no, they're not that. They're not that smart, are they? Yeah, no. <laughs> it's paranormal activity. It, I thought it could have been uh, poltergeist maybe at first, but then I thought no, they're not. They're no. not that clever. They're not going to be that. No. Kind of... That'd be something like poultry ghost. <laughs> <laughs> poultry ghost, just a spooky chicken making shit move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, the next one. Now this one might be tricky. One hundred million BC. Oh, hundred million BC. Uh. No, I was going to say the land before time. That doesn't make sense. No, no. Or like there Ice is, Age. That is a similarly named film. Oh, oh fuck. Was it called 100 million? No, what did you say? 100 billion BC, did you say? Or 100, 100 million BC. What was it called? Was it called? It was called like hundred. It was called a hundred thousand BC or ten thousand BC or something. Very like that. close, ten thousand yeah, okay, BC. Yeah. 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 Uh... So what I like about this one is it's actually more accurate. <laughs> because the length of time is actually when you would expect dinosaurs to be around, not just 10,000 years ago. Oh, yeah, 10,000 BC. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not that far back, is it? It's not far enough. Oh, God. Uh, the next one, then, Pirates of Treasure Island. Are you getting a bonus point if you know exactly which one it is? Oh, Jesus. Which gives you a hint as to what it is. Right. So, obviously, Pirates of the Caribbean, treasure. Yeah. yeah. I can only remember... Uh... I can't remember any... The only, remember, the only one I remember is Dead Man's Chest. Yeah, got, yeah that's what I would have said, Dead Man's you, Chest. Are you jammy bastard. No, is it, it is one? Dead Yay. Man's Chest. 
Oh, well done. Another tough one. Snakes on a train. <laughs> <laughs> Again, just different enough. Just to, just to throw you off slightly. Exactly. The people it's still transport related. <laughs> the people who made snakes on a plane did miss out because they should have then made snakes on a train. The same people should have just... Yeah. As soon as they made snakes on a plane and it became a cult hit, well, fuck it. We'll also do snakes on a train. Yeah. Why not? Snakes, yeah, on, they should snakes have, on a I've plane. I've never seen snakes on a plane. But if they ended it with, like, Samuel L. Jackson opening the door and like all the snakes go flying out of the plane in the mid credit scene what you could have had is like a, a snake just like getting up shaking its head clear going off into the grass and then the camera pulls back and sees a train station yes. in the middle of nowhere yes fantastic <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. I, I was thinking that Snakes in the Plane should have been like the finale, like ramping up to play it. Like you start on like Snakes on a bus, on an automobile, then, yeah, Snakes, snakes on, on a bus. Snakes in a car, <laughs> and then snakes, make your snakes way on up an automobile, plane. Snakes on a train, Snakes on a plane, yeah. and then it ends at the end of like Snakes on a plane. You see, see <laughs> Steve Martin <laughs> and John Candy getting in, starting their journey, and they're going reverse. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not gonna get that because he's not old enough. But I know, I know, he's never seen planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. But there we go. I was gonna say they could have done, they, they could have done the uh, the SCU like the Snake Cinematic Universe, and it could have started off snakes <laughs> learning to crawl, and then snakes on a penny farthing, and so on. <laughs> oh dear oh me! Oh my god! <laughs> right, we got three left. This one might get you. I'm not sure. Uh, dragon. Now, what you need to think of. Is the word itself is mostly the same? I know what it is. I know film. what it is. That's the, on, that's, that's that's the film with um, Sean Connery. Um, it is, is it Aragon. 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 Aragon yeah. yeah, I couldn't think of the name of the film. Cheers, Benny. <laughs> they just spelled it differently. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Halloween night. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! Well, I guess Halloween. <laughs> yep. But which and one? Then the though? final one. When a killer calls. A screen. No. No, it's... Um... <gasps> again, again, you've got to think literally. <laughs> what, oh. what have they changed in this? The the first two letters are correct. When... Uh, word, sorry. When a... When a... a stranger, it's stranger. Stranger. Fucking hell. When a stranger think. calls. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I could not think then. Oh, my God. Fucking asylum film. So the guys who have eventually ended up making literally the peak of televisual entertainment. This is why yeah. they've started off. It's <laughs> Everyone's got to hey, start dude. somewhere. You know what this is, don't you? As we circle again, this is your Twitch. This is your Twitch thing. You're exactly. starting off now with yeah. Twitch. You're playing Transmorphers. You're playing, I don't know, <laughs> not Jaws, what's it called? Big Teeth or something? I don't know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then by the end, in a couple of years, you'll be Black Summer, mate, and you'll be crushing it. Dead easy. Exactly. <laughs> no way. Dude, I loved... I need to go on Wikipedia and find a list of all their films because I must have seen about 40 of them because I used to love... They used to be on Bravo. <laughs> Do you remember Bravo on Sky? Oh, God, Bravo. They would be on Bravo on a Friday night at 10 o'clock. And when... See, um, the, the Asylum only came across my uh, my radar when, like, the monster films they did started coming out. So, like, Sharknado. So they did... Um, they did Mega uh, Shark. They did, like, Shark. Mega Shark. Yeah. They also but they have, did, they've done um, films such as The Terminators, so uh, plural, uh, Zombies, well, so fair enough, yeah. uh, A.E. Apocalypse Earth, Street Racer, uh, instead of Fast and the Furious, Avengers Grimm, so they've set up like a fairy tale style Avengers, but they've done the box art exactly like the Avengers, yeah, Android Cop... <laughs> Android cop. <laughs> That's good. They've done Universal Soldiers, so there's there's more than one of them. Instead Again, of battleship, they did <laughs> they did American warships. Instead of Independence Day, they've done Independence Day. So it's a group of people who are independent. <laughs> I was, as in D E N T S. Yeah, <laughs> it's their day. <laughs> It is their day. I saw, so I watched, the first one I watched was Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. And then after that, I watched Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus. I watched, Ooh, oh God, uh, yeah. I watched Mega Piranha. I watched, oh, what was the other one called? It was called, oh, uh, there, there was Mega Shark versus Colossus. There was Mega Shark versus Mecha Shark. 
Mecha Shark. That's what I was about to say. Oh god, they're so bad though. But they're also they are so bad they're funny. They are that bad they're funny to me. I don't. You know what you're getting with these films, don't you? They're just terrible. But you know, just for silliness, you can't beat it. Exactly. Now, on on your point earlier, they have actually got into some legal trouble. Uh, 20th Century Fox threatened legal action because they came up with a film called The Day the Earth Stopped (laughs) instead of The Day the Earth Stood Still. (laughs) Universal Picture uh, actually made them change their film American Battleship to American Warships. Uh, And uh, Warner Brothers, New Line Cinema, MGM, and the Hobbit producer Saul Zaints commenced legal legal action because Asylum came up with a film called Age of the Hobbits. But they're then called Lord of the Elves. <laughs> so they get too far away from that. Oh, the thing is, though, amazing. I guess... Asylum, I salute you. When they're, when they're that bad, you don't care, do you? Because they're just stupid and bad. You're not mm. concerned if you're fucking... I don't know. What was one of the ones you mentioned? Was it Robocop and they called it... Was it... Android. An- Android Cop. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to give a... Sh- you're not, you don't care, do you? Because they're so bad. That Which leads me, though, to... I had some... Something I wanted to get off my chest this week. Adam, I don't know if you've watched Fear Street 1994 yet, which I watched. No, it is it is on my list. It's one of those... It's R.L. Stein, isn't it? The guy who did Goosebumps. Yeah. Dude, I fucking it's hated like, it. I hated it. Was it that bad? Dude, I, yeah, absolutely, I don't think absolutely, great things. I don't know how or why that film got made. I don't even know why anybody greenlit that film. I'm trying... I'm sure everyone who, who made it was well-intentioned i'm sure they're all nice people but it's just an absolute trope nowadays is oh let's put some funky music in that people remember from their youth and they'll go oh, i remember this song even if it doesn't belong in the fucking thing anytime the uh... anytime there's an 80s film they've got to play fucking blue monday by new order every fucking time <laughs> like if i want to hear that song i'll go and listen to it i, I love that song but I, I keep hearing it in every fucking show but yeah this film was just the premise is basically that, that these people live in this town and the town's cursed. Yet, they just stole... They could Asylum could have made this movie. They just stole all of these references from other horror films that I just found... I was like, why am I watching this? This is just... And they've done it on purpose, but there's references to Scream in yeah. it. There's references in it to Poltergeist. There's references in it to Friday the 13th. And I'm just like, why am I watching this? Like, anybody could have made this film. I don't even know why it was made. I guess it's uh, maybe it wasn't made for me. I guess is what you know. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's made for. Kind I of think it probably wasn't. It's teenagers. It's probably I guess. capitalizing on that that popularity of things like Stranger Things. Yeah, uh, yeah and and so. certainly the sway that's leading into that because obviously season four of that's coming out either yeah. this year or early next year. Yeah, uh, I, saw, I saw the trailer for Fear Street. It's definitely got like a nineties a vibe to it. Like trying to. Hey, remember the 90s? The 90s were cool sort of feeling to it. Well, this is the thing. It's actually, there's three parts, and they're set like 10 years apart each time. So I think there is either a 70s, 80s, and 90s, or it's an 80s, 90s, and 90s. No, no, uh, no. No, no, so, wait. The 90, so the 90s one is out. The next one's set, and I think, in 76 or 78, but the one after that is set in 1666. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Oh, I, I've got completely messed up there. What music? One. What music can we use from sixteen sixty six? You see, hang on. Now I've got uh, what, what was number sleeves. what was number one in the charts in sixteen sixty six? Green sleeves. That's all. <laughs> that's the only historic music. Green, green sleeves. sleeves is like the medieval version of uh, <laughs> New Order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, First Street Part Three, sixteen sixty six. Oh yeah. Which oh, which is, is. Th- which I thought is, it was like ten years apart each one. Which they're doing because the idea is is there's a witch from 1666 who basically has possessed this town to do horrible things, and it does explain ah. it explains in some way in the first film because there's always that kind of disconnect. You, you have to turn your brain off a bit for horror films because people make bad decisions or and you think well that would never happen why wouldn't the police just come and shoot everybody or something like that and there's a reason why that doesn't happen it's because everybody's cursed in this town and people start to realize it and they're the ones trying to save the kind of save the town basically but dude i i mean honestly don't take my word for it you're more than welcome to you know give it a shot you might like it i don't know but i just thought it was absolute fucking dross (laughs) so i've i'm not i'm (laughs) not even watching the other two I've got so much stuff on my to-watch list anyway and most of it is like 1980s films that i just haven't seen in a while that usually featured like Arnold Schwarzenegger or Mel Gibson or someone like that. Yeah, what what is it? It's Red 
read something. Uh, <laughs> James Belushi and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, Red Heat. That's a great film. Red Heat. Yes, that's the one. That that's next on my watch list. Yeah, I tried to get because I'm I'm trying to do these things with like my older kids and show them like these really cool like more grown up films. Uh, and I tried to get my lad to watch Dread last night, and he just wasn't having any of it. He was like, the, oh, the good Aquaman's one. on Netflix. Oh, yeah, the good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Aquaman's on Netflix. Colored. And I was like, yeah, let's watch that. But we've also got Dread, and that's a bit more mature. Let's watch five minutes of this. And he's like, yeah, it's good, but I want to watch Aquaman. And so we yeah, just spent Dread like two and a bit hours just taking a piss out of Aquaman, which was good. <laughs> yeah, Dread, amazing, is so good. It is so, so good. I genuinely felt disappointed that my lad went, I want to watch watch him (laughs) do some swimming, please. Okay. (laughs) Give him time. He'll come around. He'll get there in the end. Although, I I don't know if you've seen Aquaman or not. Yeah. Dan, you have. Did you get any Nathan Drake vibes from any of it? Oh, my God, yes. Yes, I did. Oh, my God. Me, too. I mean, there's the, there's a whole bit in it without wanting to spoil it, Benny. I don't know if you've seen it, either. I've not uh, seen it, and I've got new interest, so spoil away. That, that's fine. It, there's a whole <laughs> bit in it where him, like, Aquaman and his... his basically, his brother's fiance, who he ends up shacking up with at the end of it, which is a bit wrong. Wait, no, uh, I'm back in. I'm back in. Like, I'm going to watch this film now. <laughs> back in. Excellent. Bit of drama. <laughs> uh, they, they go off... And they're like, oh, thank God, you just rescued me from that troublesome situation in Atlantis. What do we do now? Let's go find a magic sword trident thing. So they go off on this, like, fetch quest, basically, which very much like Nathan Drake had them crawling through the desert to find, like, a hidden temple and then getting into japes in the hidden temple. Then they went to, like, some Italian seaside village and then they're out, like, running across the rooftops, shooting against bad guys solving puzzles by putting things into a statue's hand I fucking loved it I genuinely that whole section was amazing and I am so hyped for the actual Nathan Drake film to come out if it's anything like that where it is just right let's put this bottle in this statue's hand that's where we need to go now it's lighting up the way uh oh (laughs) the bad guys are here ho 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 travellers I see you've got the magic bottle and then they get into a big firefight, and then it all comes down, and he's like, right, we're finally here. Now I've got this map to follow. That's all I want from a film right now. Wait, it's though. Ridiculous. Wait, though. Before we get excited about the Nathan Drake upcoming film, Marky Mark as Sully? <laughs> we did mention this a few podcasts, but podcasts yeah. are good. I, I don't see it. I'll have to see how it actually is. That's true. I'll still get, I'll still go and watch it because I fucking love those games so much, and they were the yeah. first. They were the first games on the PlayStation that made you go, "Oh, okay, this is what they can actually do as a machine." Shit, this is really yeah. impressive. They, like, okay, now I get it. Now I get what the whole blues been about is is these games and like the opening to the second one on the train and everything is just one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in a game. Like, from it just blew my mind. I remember it was like the first time I ever saw a Mega Drive after playing on a Commodore sixty four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All these colours. It loads in ten seconds. What? <laughs> I know, I know. Genuinely, like I only recently played the games, like last summer, really. So it was about a year ago. I played through all four of these games. And for those of you who might be listening and thinking, oh no idea what it is. It's basically you are playing like a young fit Indiana Jones in modern times, mm. but in a really cinematic interactive story. The the guys who make it are well like award winning writers for the games and the stories that they produce. Things like Last of Us and Last of Us Two are some of the more recent hits. But basically, those three games, although they're a generation behind, and you can see the huge graphical improvements with each one, it's just the storyline just gets you, and you just think, you know what. I'm really excited that I've completed that adventure. I want to move on to the next one. And then there's like continuity between all the, in each of the games, like in the Indiana Jones films where he goes, ah, in the first one, this is my female partner in this one. And oh, she comes back in the third one. And it's that type of continuity. And you start to actually care about the characters and their interactions with each other. So well done. So well done. So I'm, I'm genuinely hyped for the film. Although if it's got, Spider-Man in it, Tom Holland. Is is he 
he can't be playing like mature video game. No, it's, age it's basically Nathan Drake. it's basically set before the first Uncharted is what I heard, and it's it's him basically as he's just starting out. In, on his kind of on his journeys okay. and stuff, so which I, again, no no issue with that. I fucking love Tom Holland. I think he's a great actor. I think he's really good. I think he'd be good in the role as well. I think it's and he does look yeah. like him a little bit when he's got his gear and everything. He does look like him a little bit. So yeah, I mean the the Uncharted yeah. game series has won fucking tons and tons and tons of awards. Oh yeah, like loads. Should have I mean, won Baftas. I, I'm fairly sure. I'm fairly sure that um, Uncharted, Uncharted Two, and Uncharted Three. All won Game of the Year. I'm fairly sure of that. And I think Uncharted yeah. 4 won basically PlayStation Game of the Year and uh, Best Game at the British Game Awards. Yeah. And, and as well as a ton of other stuff for like graphics and voice work and storylines and fucking hell, animation and all kinds of stuff. They are absolutely unbelievable. An amazing series of games. Really, really good. But it did highlight to me, like, I've got a huge genre that I love, which is that. I'm I'm like an adventurer, and I'm going on a fetch quest to ultimately find something, and it's all down to like watching Indiana Jones as a kid. So like all the Indiana Jones films, even the fourth one, and probably the upcoming fifth one, if it ever finally gets made before Harrison Ford dies of like <laughs> dysentery out in the desert, like the Tomb Raider films, all three of them, like the original two and the remake, really like those. And, like, all, all of these similar films, like, so when it happened in Aquaman, I was like, fuck, I didn't expect this. Oh, you've got me wrapped now. And then it very quickly went down to, okay, we've got the thing now, let's just uh, have loads of CGI explosions for <laughs> half an hour. Who did Michael uh, Bay into the studio? Yeah, and, and that was disappointing. Like, literally, the last shot of the film is him going, ah, oh, so I'm no longer just Arthur, I am Aquaman, as he like leaps out of the water and does a superhero pose. I was like, that's cheesy as fuck. <laughs> you must have, yeah, you definitely yeah. got it, some it of that was... explorer in you then. I, I would never do it, but I'm happy to watch <laughs> other people do it in an exciting way. Like, I wouldn't it's watch there, Time though. Team, which is effectively <laughs> what this is. It's like high adrenaline Time Team. <laughs> time Team of uh, Quick Time Event. So, yeah. yeah. Tony Robinson leaping across Tony canyons Robinson. and stuff Press like circle. that. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple tap square to I dig, like... dig, dig, dig. <laughs> yeah, tap square to if dig. I could ride through the desert on horseback with Tony Robinson and the Cornish guy with the big sideburns. <laughs> like scrap heap challenge guys were like shooting at us with homemade guns. <laughs> That'd be fucking amazing. Of course, I'd be up for that. Tony Robinson's your Sully, basically. <laughs> he is, basically, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Tony Robinson, I've got a cunning plan. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he does, is he, like, is he, like, casts the sand over the chasm to reveal, like, a hidden path. Ah, now you can do your, like, faith step. Because, actually, it was just a plank that was very cleverly painted. <laughs> yeah, cheers, Tony Robinson, thank you. That's Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's move on to the question for this week okay now this <laughs> this is a question it's a genuine question right okay from quora but i chose it because we have had some discussions about this before okay my son 11 cooked something at school and wanted us to try it my husband <laughs> refused and threw it in the bin my son oh, is my in tears God. and won't let anyone come into his room. What do I do? So this isn't like nursery grubby hand biscuits. This is home ec at secondary school level of cooking. First of all, can I just say, the husband's an absolute cunt. <laughs> Shouldn't be doing yes. that. That's a horrible thing to do. Yes. I think, can we all agree on that? Husband should that, wait. If- Husband should be putting Wait. a tea towel around his neck, sitting by the bin, and get with a knife and fork and eating that shit out of the bin. Yeah, the whole Wait. bin. Yeah. And you fin- finish Wait. your plate. <laughs> Hang on. Go on. Oh, controversial says, hot take incoming. The ki- well, not necessarily. Okay. I would normally agree with you straight away, but the kid says, I've made I've I've made a chicken pie. We'll go back to what we did before, right? The husband. Okay. I've made a chicken pasty, okay. even better, so he can. So, so the husband can hold it in his hand. <laughs> he opens it. The chicken's raw. Yep. 
that has to go into the bin. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you, son, but I'm not getting my stomach pumped for you just to spare your feelings. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, like, but you could eat some of the pastry. Exactly. Yeah, but you Surely. can't fool him. He's not three. He's going to know you can't eat it. <laughs> no, but you could just say, mm, I'm sorry, pretending. mate. Mm. It looks like the chicken's raw. For health and safety reasons, we can't eat the chicken. But mm, there's some delicious peas in here. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> oh, very well done, mate. Presentation, top notch. No soggy bottom on your pasty. Perfect. <laughs> oh, you know, soften the blow. Or you just be a bit more stealthy about the fact you don't want to eat it. Like you do what they did on um, on Friends when Rachel makes a trifle with uh, meat in it. That like You go into the bathroom <laughs> and flush it down the toilet. Or you accidentally drop it off the um, second story window. But just like Not a bad swear idea. and oh lug God. it in the when bin. You end up blocking your toilet with <laughs> chicken pasty. Raw chicken. <laughs> fucking Dennis Mango Nielsen. went right through me. Didn't even touch the sides. That that being said, though, I'm fairly sure that that would have been made clear in the article or the question. Should that have arisen yes. that it was raw? I'm gonna we're gonna have to guess on the fact that it wasn't because if it was raw, clearly you couldn't eat it. So yeah, the exactly the son needs to be allowed five minutes to beat up his father as best he can as sort of punishment, <laughs> and then the wife needs to divorce him basically because that's horrible. Horrible fatherly behaviour. I ate every single thing that my daughter made at nursery. I don't give a shit if it's got bogeys in it. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Just fucking eat it. Yeah. Just put it down you and eat it. Just pretend it's not... We've all drank tequila before. No one likes it. We just drink it because we can. Because it's, because it's fun, okay? Because like they <laughs> make egg you want. It tastes like shit, tequila does. And those, like, when my daughter made me biscuits or cookies... At, at nursery, I'm sure there are probably raw in the middle or something, but I can just get it down you. That's not going to kill you. But That's very true. Again, secondary school, man. I mean, maybe he's trying to toughen his kid up or something. I don't know, but Jesus. This, uh, was his kid... Was his kid well, that's Walter it. The, Without knowing the exact the reason the husband refused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and his dad's Dennis Amenis. His dad's Dennis Amenis. No fucking son of mine's cooking. That's cooking. woman's work. Yeah. <laughs> Now, and then sends the family dog after the kid for being gay. Yeah, that's why. That's why he's in tears. Yeah, of he's course. Got a fucking dog bite on his ass. <laughs> and that's when that's when the little kid turns into Walter the Columbine and starts shooting up yeah. the school. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right, mom. I like you. Don't come to the kitchen tomorrow night. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's um, that's despicable behaviour from the. Uh, from the yeah, parent. That was really horrible behaviour of the husband. But what should the mum do to, to try and explain this? Though what what can well, she do to try and like make the son happier? I think clearly they have to vi- they have to devise a plan where they poison him, the husband basically. Yeah. So they cook him his nicest meal and then somehow poison him. Not to the point of death, but to the point of where he's ill for a couple of days. Two bottles for this guy. <laughs> That's what We're mean. trying to incite death, basically. <laughs> exactly. We want a heavening. We want a heavening. Exactly. Yeah. We want a heavening. By way of, by way of liquid stoning. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, she she has to have a talk with him and just say, "What the fuck? Like, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? What That's wrong ridiculous." With you? Yeah. You just. I mean, I can't. There's nothing else you can do, really, because if you're obviously. Any other physical acts would maybe end up with the police being involved, but yeah, very I, true. Th- yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a very harsh word, and he should be made to apologise to the son. There you go. There you go. I think so, and he should make something for the son, so the son could just throw it away. <laughs> That's what they have to do. They have to tell yeah. the dad, "You need to make him a really nice meal." He makes it, and then the son just throws it out the window, and that's it. But the dad had exactly. no, the dad had no idea that was going to happen. He just he just as it sprung exactly. on him. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. That's the best way to do it. All right, oh, there good we one. Go. Thank you, everybody. Anything else, me boys, before we uh, get out of here? No, other than uh, keep well, keep hydrated in this heat. Don't forget your sunscreen uh, and loads of other basilum and stuff. Uh, I've got Benny? two bits of news to. I've got two bits of news to end the show on. Number Ooh. one, I've just got an update from Keith. The lass in New Zealand has just had another child, which is called Cradle of Filth. 
So congratulations Aww. to her. Are you <laughs> sure well that's done, not well just done. the state of the nursery? <laughs> someone's, someone's given the baby a whole bottle of laxatives. That's what's happened. It's a literal cradle of filth. And uh, the other bit of news is it's still coming home. It is still coming home. Yes, it is. Oh, fantastic. Oh, well, well, we'll see next week, won't we? We'll see if <laughs> it actually came home or if it went Rome. <laughs> oh, very well done. It's going Rome. Wait, Benny, I did uh, I have to quickly mention this. I got Adam fantastically on his Twitch the other night. Oh, you as I sent him a, You did. <laughs> I sent him a message on his Twitch chat saying something like, oh my God, have you checked your messages? I tried to message you something. Have you heard the news? And his face, I saw his face dropped as to go, oh my God. So he went, no, no, what is it? And of course, I just typed in in capitals, it's coming home. He then swore at me for quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and... To explain that, just on the end of this podcast, the last time you did that, it was to inform us that our friend was dead. <laughs> so, of course I would worry. There's the weekly Sven mention. Exactly, the there we Sven go. Mention. Shout out Forever to in boy. our hearts. There we go. All right, take care, everybody. Thank you very much. We'll oh. talk to you next week. See you, Luke. Coming home.